You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and now streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Glee. Tonight's host is Paul Ashton. Joining Paul will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Catherine Tulick, Katie Page, and Kat Bayless. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Glee news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues Paul Ashton Thank you very much Rich and welcome ladies and gentlemen and gleeks out there to AfterBuzz TV for Glee season 2 episode 15 uh, titled Sexy. Uh, I am here in the studio with uh, Catherine, Kat and Katie um, three, the three Ks, the three, three Catherines are by birth name, I believe. Oh wait, that's right. E R I N E. Yeah, yeah all the same. Yes. Very important. So it's it's quite exciting for us. We've got two Afterbus virgins tonight. Um, Miss Catherine uh, Tulich, uh, a fellow Australian. Hi. Welcome, thank um, you, Paul. Ladies and gentlemen, Catherine uh, is a journalist. She writes for the LA Times and Washington Post and all sorts of great Australian publications. It's really great to have you here. Great, um, thank you, thank you, Catherine. Um, yeah, a comedian extraordinaire, Katie Page. Um, be ready. For some uh, some biting cynicism and uh, pr- mostly probably directed at me, of course. Cat uh, is here. Buzz, our favourite mascot, down there on his favourite bed. Um, at some point, because we are now live uh, on Ustream, we'll probably have to get a shot of Buzz at one point, so you guys cam. can see. Yeah, Buzz Cam. Um, Phil, can you make a note? Let's start Did you developing. See his ear come up. Yeah, <laughs> he knows. That he knows that we're talking oh, yeah. about him. And of course, oh, our boys, oh, our boys in the Perspex booth, uh, DJ Jesse and uh, Big Phil. Uh, so it was a great episode tonight of Glee, um, directed, as you pointed out, um, Catherine, earlier by Ryan Murphy. It's been a while since he's directed. Um, and uh, quite, quite a fun one. There was a lot going on. We had Gwyneth Paltrow back, uh, which I was not unhappy about at all. Um, but also, you know, before we get stuck into, you know, the, the nitty-gritty, uh, again, a kind of like a thematically driven Glee. Uh, the last um, After Buzz we did about Glee, Elizabeth and I spent a lot of time talking about the way that that episode talked about alcohol, that was the theme, and how it kind of reminded me a little bit of those old school um, uh, Degrassi Junior High episodes or Beverly Hills 90210, the original, you know, where there was like a thematic like drive to a show and, and, and it set it up very early and then develops the themes all the way through it, and we had it again tonight about sex and, and sex education and, uh, you know, like to me it was an episode of two halves the first half really rocked for me, the second half had a few holes but that was more about the narrative development with the characters um what did you guys think of the way they introduced sex as a general issue um was it successful did you like it i loved it right i why? loved it 
Well, first of all, it was inventive. You know, Glee knows how to do it. They know, yeah. how, they know how to turn the table. They know how to get our attention. I mean, come on, we're not in high school. So, yeah. you know, for me to sit there and say, oh, okay. You know, she's endearing, you know, our Emma. Right. You know, she comes on and she's got the celibacy club and it's cute and all, but come on, Gwyneth comes on. She's like, woo, sexy. That's right. She's got the cucumber and the condom. So immediately, immediately we had like uh, two two sides of the sex debate, which probably you know is like li- alive and well in America. You got conservatives and you've got the celibacy thing, and you know. Did she have to bash on Tennessee? Well, really? come on. Well, well granted, I'm not from Tennessee. I'm from Mississippi. <laughs> so at least she didn't say Mississippi. But they are the red states, Kat, and we do. You know, I mean, that's where that's where abstinence is promoted, right? But yeah. I mean, I think it was kind of an obvious one to come on, though, isn't it? It's an obvious topic. I yeah. Mean, in some ways, it was done well, but in some ways, it was an easy topic to do. Really. But necessary yeah. at the same time, I think, because you know, so many of these kids, I don't think they're educated, right? Like they like like um. I mean, let, let let's get yeah. let's get stuck straight into it. I mean, the, the, we opened on the celibacy club, like that's that's the opening thing, and Emma's obviously, obviously you know, the leader. Yeah. she's the leader, yeah. and. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. She's got Quinn and Rachel there who are both in time out yeah. for various reasons as, as as to how much it's got to do with them just kind of, you know, tail between their legs trying to find an excuse. Okay, can I say that how Quinn is totally sexing it up with that hair? I mean, she's looking... What's compl- that crimp thing she's got yeah. going? Well, I mean, she looks completely different from last year. You know what I mean? Now, I don't oh, know if yeah. it's because she's become such a I big I was going to say, I think star. that's a Diana Agron thing. I do too. Thing. I'm thinking that in their contracts right now, she, uh, Santana's like, I want fake eyelashes. I want bigger boobs, and I think she might have some wrestling in her lips. I swear, Elizabeth and I. I, I did you? Well, look, I would. I think when I first saw Santana dance, I thought, yeah, definitely boob job. Then <laughs> Katie was pointing out to me, no boob I job. I think it's a bra thing. I think it's a character. The bra choice, thing. I like. I agree. I, I, later on, when she was doing um, like horrific country version of great song landslide, her boobs didn't seem as out there. But I reckon, yeah, lips and I know, puffy cheeks. I tell you. Either that or she's, she's drinking too much. And she's this big. So for all of you who can't see, she's holding up her pinky finger. She's that yeah. small. Yeah. Yeah. She's not, yes, thank yeah, you, Katie. There it is. This is my favorite right here. Uh, so we've got Jazzercise. We've got the, uh, the, the, yeah. the telly on here in the studio for uh, you podcasters out there just playing the show, the show in silent. And we're, we're seeing the 80s Jazzercise scene, which was pretty hilarious. Um, let's just jump back, though. So, so we... Um, uh, I, I did love in that in that opening scene um, uh, Emma's line about being terrified of the hose monster. <laughs> I thought that was an absolute classic. When, I understand she's she's very clean and she's always been very prim and proper. But when did she become such a prude? She wasn't always. You don't she's think had some she was terrified? She's, yeah, she's kissed steamy. before and yeah. it was normal. And then her husband goes and touches, brushes her arm, and she like, and, like practically has out. a seizure. Well, it felt but like there's a, a difference. They were really a, forcing it. Anna. Yeah, it, it felt it felt like it was like it was kind of um, uh, a tool used by the writers to give that side 
an empathetic right, they voice. Were ma- well, not of, empathetic. I think they were making her look ridiculous. Okay. Well, like, it's ridiculous yeah, to be... Emma's always had these crazy But we'll, listen, yeah. but we'll listen to her yeah. because, you know, she's not Mike Huckabee. She's... Mm. Right. She's... Emma Pillsbury. But you're saying they're doing this episode like they were going to... Because a lot of kids don't get sex ed. Do you really think they learned something from this? I do. Okay. I do. All right, tell me what they learned. Well, well, well let's let's get to it. Oh, let's, please. So, please. Um, well, we... Uh, so Holly Holiday comes back, right? Holly uh-huh. Holiday comes yeah. back. Um, uh, because this is a teacher... Which sounds who, like a porn star. Yeah. yeah. Holly well. Holiday, Cause doesn't there's, it? Cause there's I don't a te- think that's an accident. There's yeah, a teacher exactly. who's out with herpes... Will forgets Emma's name. Which okay, that was that. also... I can't. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't deal with that. It's what? a major case of the herp. Yeah. yeah that and that's what they do. Cool. I'm a substitute teacher. That's what they do. They call me in the morning. They tell me, you know what? He has gonorrhea. He can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to step in for phys ed. That was very yeah. funny. Absolutely not. Um, uh, anyway, uh, so celibacy. So Emma's all about celibacy being, you know, thinking celibacy's valid. Um, Holly's like, it's not realistic. It's like vegetarianism for, line, for lions, which I thought was, was a great line as well. Um, but and the Glee kids, Glee kids are clueless. And so we get the two ideas placed up at the, be- the beginning. There's education or there's um, celibate, or like, you know, hiding them away and protecting their innocence. They're, they're the two arguments that were placed to us through it, and I think there were a variety of educational opportunities that we'll come to as we go through the <laughs> narrative. There's something going Let's over not forget there the lesson with the cucumber. Where they, well, that's like, right. Kids are going, what, cucumbers gives you AIDS? Yeah, that's right. I had no idea. <laughs> but since when have they been clueless, though, these kids? Like, they're, they're well, like, only Britney. The whole time. No, Britney. Finn's thought the whole time that he got, uh, that whole first season, he thought he got her pregnant with in a, in a, in a spa, jacuzzi. Sure, but I think we've been led to believe that most of them were having sex at this point with their significant others, or at least intimate. And then they're like, oh, we're going to do this song about sex, like, as if as if this one song that they sexified is yeah. different than any other they've sex. done. This one here, Gary oh, Glitter. Yes. What'd you think, Only Man at the Table? Uh, this I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I just I mean, look, it basically. Yeah, I want that jacket. By the way, Heather I, Morris. I'm going to Google. I want that one. Okay, you one. can take the purple one. Just by the way, Heather, I mean <laughs> Heather. I'll just take the boobs. Yeah. Heather yeah. Morris <laughs> dancing to me uh, is great, and the other girls, you know, didn't really can't really keep up. But uh, this this was great. I mean, let's let's talk about the song because it's here right now. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it was, um, Gary abs- Glitter. Gar- yeah. It was Gary Glitter. 1973. Do you want to touch me there? Yeah. Um, oh. Share share your little background <laughs> info. Well, if anyone remembers Gary Glitter, he was kind of the height of the glam rock in the 70s. Right. Yeah. And, and what happened to him, Well, Catherine? it kind of disgraced. He was uh, he was uh, convicted with, um, well, first of all, pornography. And then I think he was arrested in Vietnam in around 2005 for having sex with minors. That's <laughs> about right. I mean, and the irony, the irony cannot and be lost irony. on us as yeah. we watch these children dance yes. to a Gary Glitter song. Exactly. Sexy. At the yeah. same time as Gary apparently, Glitter. I mean, I do, I do take your point, Katie. Um, as much as I will play the kind of the naive, like, um, b- glee optimist, mm. there is a definite mixed message. Is that what it is? Glee optimist. Sometimes, you know, or, or, the, or, the, or the devil's advocate, the positive, Okay, sure. You know, devil's advocate, I'll take. Um, uh, there, there is a slight mixed message, as, as there was with the, um, with the alcohol. They're kind of like, there is a glamorization that, it, that happens with it, but at the same time, they're kind of probably, by, I think, acknowledging in terms of the the issue that these kids are gonna have sex they're gonna drink and like you know being honest about it and showing that the the adults do it as well and putting all that in and then going yeah now we're gonna have fun with it I don't know I think there's a whole kind of tongue in cheek thing to it all I think sort of a little bit you can't take it too seriously I don't know but I think Mr. Uh, 
Schuster had the biggest heart <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> had mean, the biggest what? Hard on. Hard on. Yeah. Yeah. I think yes. he's. I think Will. I think. I think um, uh, Matthew Morrison must just be really into Gwyneth. Wouldn't you be? I mean, she I really I think did. Matthew Morrison's just really into himself right these days. I there agree, couple, Katie. There were a couple Completely. of big lines. Yeah, I, I don't know if we can is. jump to another song, but when they did Kiss, I didn't actually find that that sexy between the two of them. You didn't, th- you didn't think there was no, any good... Uh, I didn't think there was that much chemistry. You didn't like his slick back hair? You didn't think I didn't that think there was that much chemistry between Matthew yeah, and right. You know, she might have a point there. Yeah. But the other dancers... I mean, that was a hot song. The other dancers were hot. Hot. Yeah. Hot. I don't uh, think it was that hot. They weren't any close-ups, because I know yeah. a lot of dancers in L.A., you know, and I'm like going... No, that's not her. No, that's not. I couldn't tell. They didn't get any closer. So yeah, no. yeah, no. But well, also it was very just very clear that Matthew Morrison can dance a tango a lot better than Gwyneth Paltrow. I mean, I'm not saying that he's great as a dancer. I read a something a lot better. <laughs> I read something about where she was saying she was really hesitant because she felt like she was going to kick him in the balls. I read that today. Tango is very close knit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, is can. the waltz. Yes. For anyone who's waltzed out there, I've done some waltzing in my time. And, uh, cool yeah. guy factor right Really? Now. Well, you know, <laughs> take note of that, ladies. Oh, look at um, this. Next cool week, guy. next week, we're waltzing. Absolutely. You well, do you know, oh, historically, whoa, whoa. How did I get pulled oh, into yeah. this? Oh, yeah. historically I waltz. the waltz was oh, the first will. time that, that, the, the, man, that, like, that the, the, um, the man's leg went in between a woman's leg. I mean, that was before that, you never got that close. Yeah. And at a time when that never happened, you can imagine, like, all of a sudden, it becomes quite a weighty little dance. Dance. Oh, yeah. so sexy right now. It is all the popping and locking you want, but that is sexy. <laughs> uh, anyway, there were a couple of great quotes I um uh, I liked from Holly just in the lead up to that first song. The first was when they were doing jazzercise and she said, grease it as she's yeah. doing the hip stuff. Yes. I thought that was... I thought that scene, they're making her ridiculous just for like... I mean, they have right. literally made her the most absurd character. They've yeah. given her every quirky thing yeah. you could possibly have. I mean, have the 80s oh. jazzercise, that was... Yeah, and she teaches a jazzercise class in like the science classroom? No, it's, it's I don't think so. And then she goes, well, that's a waste of a fine man butt. Yeah, that's a waste of a fine man butt. Um, I think that's what that. women love. That's what sex, we look at. Sex is just butt. like hugging, Baseball only only players, wetter. Football players. And then Harvey was like, yeah, it is. Oh, sex, that was gross. Sex is just like hugging, only wetter. I mean, that is... They just get away with amazing stuff on this show. And then Artie literally was like, and yeah, that only, is, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but that only means one thing. I mean... What's that? I mean, when kids are watching this, I mean... How are they going to take that? Well, they probably, I guess they know, or they're going to ask. I think this entire episode has been an an enormously confusing experience for a lot of children. When when this is made for them. Every kid in America is going to hold up a cucumber and be like, well, <laughs> well, when, well, when, Cucumber. well, here's the thing. Banana. Here's the thing. When, when Ron Hoffman's been in before, he's um he's one of our co-hosts. He's, he's uh, a big publicist here in LA. His two daughters, who are eleven and thirteen or fourteen by memory, and I, I mean earlier in last season we did a couple of shows and we were, and there were some risque bits and we we're like, what do you say to your daughters when you're sitting there watching this with them? Uh, but this season has taken it to another level. and uh, But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, quite honestly, if it gets it on the table and gets them discussing it within the family households, I say it's good. I say it's healthy because not everyone is as, as super sex? dad well, as super dad as Mr. Hummel. Well, well as it, interestingly enough, because they brought that whole topic in about uh, parents talking about their kids. And yeah. this, so that was a whole big scene. It's in a whole this. thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, so, yeah, yeah. That was the only moment, actually, that I felt was genuine when he was like talking to. He did Kurt. that very well. But you know what it is? I mean, I think they, they just they get a bad. 
they were introduced and it's like because they're singing they're for kids all of a sudden do you know what I mean the show is not necessarily just for kids no and I don't think that Ryan Murphy would ever I mean he did nip tuck for you know yeah, I yeah. Mean, no. but also but it that's comes what's on great at 8 o'clock at night but that's the thing that's it's true. like prime time it is but that's what's, so, that's what's great about it, it I think, it, I think it, it kind of does them all and sometimes it's a bit clunky or cheesy but it's fun um, of course, now we're seeing the bit where Sue comes in and tries to uh, get the warblers. <laughs> what is she go, putting in her? Okay. Is that vinegar? Or? No, it's that syrup. It's sugar. She it's just sugar keeps sugar it. She put the packet. She's on a sugar in. high. She's yeah. kind of like totally put. She it just took the paper in. and put it. In. Honestly, yeah. I felt that she didn't even get coffee. Yeah. I felt like she didn't stole. I think it was just sugar. Was and she just sugar in there. But she plans to see. Do you think she was just? She was just you know stirring up trouble, right? Trying to get the warblers to sex it up, and then she's gonna take oral intensity in some other direction. I can't and they believe go, we they're heard called you. oral intensity. <laughs> it's amazing. And then they go, we heard you push them, uh, the guy down the stairs and she goes, can't prove can't it. Prove it. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of great quotes, Emma just walked off off, Emma just walked oh. off, uh, off screen when she said, well that's fun, I'm going to nail Holly to the wall uh-huh. after she gets into yes. Will about, uh, you know, about uh, them talking about hot. sex so openly and, and Will's like, alright, come back and sing a song about celibacy and offers her the counter argument, which I thought was kind of good. Yeah. Um, I think you guys have skipped over an entirely there's uh, <laughs> <laughs> a really important thing go you back, missed in go there. Back. No, it's when uh, Will comes into the classroom and Brittany is talking about how she has a bun in the oven. Oh, said, yeah, you that's early, She goes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, Because she thinks she's getting it from the store. <laughs> right, yeah. but like, I also like the <laughs> idea that the teacher would go, oh, are you pregnant, Brittany? Like, that would yeah. happen in a classroom. Yeah. Uh, Brittany but thinks she's pregnant. Oh, are you? Are you pregnant? Hasn't that ha- <laughs> What about, you've done some some teaching. Yeah. Hasn't there been some preggers kids? Yeah, but as a teacher, you're not allowed to go, oh, oh, is that what's going on in front of the entire classroom? Yeah, but this is Glee World, Glee, not yes. real no, world. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> They're okay. pregnant kids, but they hide it with sweatshirts and stuff like normal kids. <gasps> Lovely. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> we did just, uh, oh just, God. just, I did love Lauren's quote, uh, Lauren's quote to Puck, if your lovemaking is as good as your powers of deduction, I'm in for a wild ride or something to that even, effect. That entire relationship is such it's a joke so to me. Weird. Wow, it's so weird. It's a bit much. joke. Speaking about jokes, can we talk about the Warblers um, rendition of Neon Trees in a deserted warehouse that we're seeing on the on the screen with the right all now. girls school with the all girls right? school who started like they getting... look like they're ten yeah first of all they don't even they're look da- like they're Darren Chris's real demographic yes. <laughs> <laughs> right they really want a contest can yeah. I just ask this was I'll weird like this to me was I mean <laughs> the jazzercise was weird but it was funny I don't know why we're suddenly in a warehouse. And this just kind of looks like they ran out That's of nice little flip right there. Like, it was you know, to me. It was yeah. totally half baked. I really yeah. didn't. They didn't pull this off at all for me. It was. I mean, if you're gonna yeah. s- suddenly turn up in a warehouse, use the space, get some choreography, and then don't waste a great idea of a bubble bath. This, the bubble, the bubble machine, the bubble machine. Now, if anyone should have saved the bubbles yeah. for Britney or That's something, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, them stripping have their you ever, and Has anyone ever other? been to into a club with a bubble foam machine? Oh, that's disgusting. That is <laughs> okay, so Paul, unsanitary. So I'm from a little town in, in Australia originally Wagga called Wagga Wagga. Wagga. Oh, Wagga. Okay. And um, a mate of mine, 21st, we went into town to Romano's, the local, the only to get club. To get hepatitis C from a bubble machine that touches <laughs> and, a million people. And, disgusting. And, and yeah, upstairs there's a little bit in, and it just gets filled with foam and everyone gets wet and... You missed that. Uh, it was a great you night. That. There was some crazy stuff. <laughs> that was stuff so long ago, though, when he was 25. This was uh, 21. Thank <laughs> you very much. Even longer. Even longer. Uh-huh. Keep counting. 
Uh, <laughs> see, see, I just think this is this was like, oh, we're we're, we're out of time. We don't what have do we enough. Do now? <laughs> we, we don't have enough time today to get this shoot done properly. Let's just. I don't know. I felt like they, they ran out of time. They should have saved these bubbles for a laundromat scene, like the Doritos commercial. You know, when that girl goes and she, she catches the Dorito. They should have re, they should have remade that, and then they should have and got Britney in yes. the lead. Heather Morris. And she would have done her little flip in the splits. I know. They I'm, have I'm, to. They have to explore her as much as they can because she doesn't really sing. Yeah, Heather but Morris. yeah, like but she did tonight. Great, her beautiful answer. rendition of she Lance did some Fox. serious right. acting tonight for the, about the first time. Like strung together more than a one liner. Um, well, we I, should talk about the yeah. Santana and Britney. Yeah, that's a whole. Okay, that is a whole. Yeah. When I say serious, yeah. I mean made an attempt at. Okay, because I feel like in that scene when they were all singing the Dixie Chicks version of Landslide, like somebody told Santana something they didn't tell the rest of us. I know <laughs> she was, was she terrible. So She's extremely upset about something. <laughs> I had no idea what it was. The song has nothing to do with. Whatever no, they were talking no, about. It was about, and Brittany was just staring into space, trying to do a math problem or and, something. And Gwyneth was looking at Will like it meant something. It was yes, that was a was real. I really dropped the ball with that one. <laughs> and I then think. all I could do is look at Gwyneth, and I was going, "Can she really play the guitar?" No, well, yeah, well, she learned for country strong, but not. But it took a couple. But I mean, of come on as yeah. well. Yeah. She, wanted, she wanted to use those guitar lessons. If you're gonna do that, was was that that was no Dixie that wasn't. Chicks. Was, if yeah, they like, wanted to do a Dixie Chicks song, there. But why do if you're gonna do that song? It's such an amazing song. Smashing Pumpkins had it as a B-side to Disarm in like 1990-something, uh, late 1990s, and um, it was amazing. Stop aging yourself. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Just kidding. Thanks for that. <laughs> what was that voice, I would like to ask? We all know. That was my man voice. Yeah, that, that was Darth Vader, like Mark II. Um, oh, that's yeah. all I've got to come back as. <laughs> Come back with. Where's the Shanti when we need him? Anyway, but you've got Stevie Nicks. Yeah, but I mean, that landslide is such a beautiful emotional song, and mm. I just thought they just waltzed through that song. There was no emotion yeah. in that at all. And but I mean, also, you know, well, I mean, well, there was emotion, was forced emotion yes. that I'm not sure. Someone put I it think, on me, yeah. and I didn't want it. You nailed yeah. it, though, Katie. I mean, yeah. Come on. I mean, I thought, I thought that she was literally going to fall over and, like, get on the floor and start beating the floor. Like, <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, terrible. Like, she knew something. Thank you. It was a yeah. terrible version of Landslide. It was a terrible version, because, like, and I don't know why they got Santana to do that. I did not believe that all of a sudden she wanted to be a lesbian with Britney. So that we can't even... That whole no. scene. Let's, let's save that yeah. scene okay. when we get toward the uh, end. Um, we're hearing... I mean, God, it's such a great song, and it just... It could well, have they been did a better job. Do you think someone should stop telling Gwyneth she could sing? You don't like her voice? I think she's so average. It's, thank you. It's bland. It's Say bland. It. Sing it, it to is the man. So, it's an actor voice. It, she can hold a tune, yeah. but she is no singer. I is mean, this her? No. Oh, this is Stevie. Yeah. This is her. Yes, this is actually the, this is this. from yeah. Glee. Yeah. Okay, I will tell you this much, because they've done auto-tune and all that mess, you know. Yeah. They have to. They have two people who don't sing on yeah. it. I know, right? Yeah. So they they sang it better than Taylor Swift did. Oh, that's so. not hard. Well, that's okay. not hard. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift can't even hold a tune. Yeah. And she's hard. the biggest star. And she, in the I mean, world. did anyone see at the Grammys when she sang with um, CeeLo? With no, when she oh. sang with Stevie with Stevie Nicks. Oh, Stevie no, Nicks oh, looked so. Pissed. Oh my it was god! Terrible. Taylor With Swift who we're talking hold about? No, and she's up it's there. Embarrassing. I mean, and Stevie Nicks barely performs anymore, oh. and she come on with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift can't hold. Well, and with the it. two of them singing together, it was a little bit of like, oh my god, something. It's getting hot. Can we get somebody on there? 
You know, that about. doesn't sing like Bob Dylan. Mm. Listen. Um, look, let's just... What were we gonna... I just wanted to go back really quickly. Yeah, we do. We, 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 Before yeah. they did that song, Gwyneth goes, well, why don't we try and find um, a song, and maybe the lyrics will help start a dialogue between you two. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, guys. Yeah. All right. That Listen, a... Glee. We yeah. get it. No, we get it. Yeah. Music games. is really important. Everybody yes. should have it. It helps us express ourselves. But that was like... That but that's almost a, a line into a lot of songs about let's find a song. I mean, how many times have they used that line? Yeah, but how many so times has someone has someone said to you, you know what? I can't express this. Why don't we have a con- uh, conversation through lyrics? Well, I don't mind. Well, I mean, I don't mind it as I mean, like there are so yeah. many different ways that they use to like segue into songs, and right. it's it is just remarkable how how the same thing in a different episode, in one episode it'll work, and mm-hmm. in another it'll be, like, clunky trash. It is yeah. It is really... And tonight, a lot of them clunk to me a little bit as segues into music. There are other times right. where it's seamless, and, I, and I'll well, go why, anywhere why with them. Why do you them. need to... Se- I mean, you know, if you go back to old musicals, you, you never don't even, need to. You never had to set up a line like no. that, so that's kind of lazy writing to me. And, I mean, and, you should yeah. be able to just go into the and song. And sometimes they don't. They, 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 they yeah. just do go straight into yeah. it, and this it works is perfectly. This the scene, isn't it? No. This, no, this is the one with them in, the, in their bedroom. Well, this is where they're talking where about it for the first... This is where we first noticed that Santana's boobies aren't as big as they were before. Yeah, and she says... It's not cheating when we kiss because the plumbing's different. Right. <laughs> that is a classic line, and I really quite enjoyed that. And something we're going to talk about later. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I it that. went like this. Oh. I didn't get right it. Oh, you're so sweet. That's why we need sex ed in the South, darling. Yeah. <laughs> we do. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> No, y'all can come teach it. All, was, these all scenes. There was a double entendre in that one as well, but we're getting a bit anyway. So, yeah. what's that? Good. What does that mean? Does that mean we said we're getting a bit double? On, is that is that the double entendre? Yes, that the, that, that's exactly. Was that right. the after buzz equivalent of brumching? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we, we had T Pain come in and uh, sing that one for you. Uh, God bless oh. T Pain. Uh, so that's Puck and Lauren, we're seeing you. here. They're, they're thinking about making a sex tape because Lauren wants to get a recording contract. That's not. I didn't even think that was okay, funny. I just thought said, it was stupid. Why don't you like the Puck and Lauren thing? A lot of people are really even Rosie. I think Rosie O'Donnell's been tweeting about this, and then she sort of said she liked it. I mean, there's been a lot of controversy about. I this, get what this, they're trying to do. This I our relationship, that. yeah, but it's just completely inconsistent with his character. Like he's been just trashing people who weren't, you know bombshells yeah. for the entire entire show and all of a sudden he gets an enormous crush on this girl who I mean they made no well the no... reason why I think it's I agree I kind of don't I have never really bought it apart from the fact that she said no and been so mean to yeah, him it, it's that's provided what I, the that's chase what, that's exactly that's exactly what I agree with you know I think you've got to take away how she looks I think it's the attitude and whether he's got issues going on with his mother or whatever we don't know but yeah. it's this kind of thing of like the bossy uh, you know, she's actually this dominant woman that is so confident. I think that's the attraction that for him. Right, him. but I think yeah. it just came out of nowhere. That was what really hit me. Yeah. It was like she was on, yeah. you know, nine episodes and then all of a sudden he was like, oh, well, and I, I have a thing for It was for the Lauren. closet scene where seven yeah. minutes and a half. No, no, no. Oh, that's right. She was an amazing she, kisser as well. Yes. I think. That's no, what, it that was was what it was. Because <laughs> he was trapped, you know, tra- trapped, trapped in the closet and then she came to save him and then she right. said give me kisses or something like that am I right and then she no, said no he, she stopped it early he thought he was going to get stuck with her for seven minutes but she was like eh I'm not into it yeah oh that's yeah. right she's, I totally she's get it because that goes cr- with the chase I get it I just think yeah. it came out of left field and they're yeah. forcing it well I, I so also th- it also think maybe that you know wasn't she supposed to be 
just a recurring and kind of they've written her in more? Obviously, yeah. She's, I, yeah. I, 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 you know, I don't know, maybe... Well, it wasn't because of her fantastic musical number no, last was, week. No, well, I don't <laughs> think she's got much music ability. Has no, she? that's right. She's funny. Yeah. The part but about the Kardashians, she's yeah. like, I just want to be a Kardashian, I want a TV show and a fragrance. But... I was like... <laughs> But the thing I is, can't make her facial expression. But that, 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 it's a pretty decent rendition, but that <laughs> to, I'm not sure on who she is sometimes in terms of the writing because she says that stuff and yet she's like, oh, uh, well, maybe it is consistent now. I'm just confusing myself. Um, anyway, let's talk about Kurt and Blaine because they're up on the telly right now. Speaking Blaine's getting of, on my nerves. Speaking of Polly Yeah, no, I mean, I have to say, don't you think Kurt's kind of being overshadowed a bit by Blaine? Totally. I mean, it's like, it, it, what's Tonight going was on? the first time we've heard Chris Colfer sing in weeks. Has Ryan Murphy promised Chris Colfer that you're going to have some really big scenes and big shows coming up? Because this whole season, well, he's, had he's the whole... really stepped into the background. And I'm Which like, is oh, weird. It's no, so he weird. Just well, well, he, I think you know? it was the and first half of the first. Sorry. Yeah. Up until Blaine's entrance, yeah. it was all Chris. Yes. Right? It was all him, and that's how he's got his globe. And yeah. now, um, in the end of last season, yeah. and now he's, he's going to share the spotlight. I'm just wondering how he's, you know, you yeah. know who else, you know who else uh, Darren Chris is taking uh, action away from is Matthew Morrison. We haven't seen him sing in forever. He barely yeah. ever sings anymore. In the first, but Darren Chris the first has season, so he sang popular. every yeah. episode. Yeah. Well, I actually want to step in. Um, one thing with Chris's character um, that I've been reading a lot in the blogs and Twitter and all that, a lot of um, the, a lot of gays are actually kind of complaining that his character is a little too stereotypical. Yep. So uh, I, I believe that's kind of why they brought in another. You know, they have now the the. Down low. Um, yeah. What, what was his, what's that his name? Darren. You know what? The, the straight gay Chris, guy. Yeah. And that, <laughs> and yeah. that trees, the neon trees song. Chris really was kind of a caricature of himself, and it's like, what, since when did he not be? Was he unable to, you know, perform a song yeah, that, and have that, a little bit? That of... That did not. That did not um, feel authentic to me. Um, this whole face pulling thing. I mean, I get yeah. it. I get it as a writing tool. It was yeah. To, they had to segue um, into that whole you know sex talk, but... his romance and stuff. But I but I didn't don't know that it needed to be put on laid on as thickly. Yeah. You know? Um, He's a wonderful showman. He's been doing it the whole... You know, I mean, it's a little bit silly, but... Yeah, I mean, all he needed to do was do it and feel... Like, do it genuinely and feel uncomfortable exposing himself, and then that generates the chat with with, with Blaine mm-hmm. that they have as they try... You know, I mean, it's funny falling pa- pulling faces in the mirror. You could have done that. I, I did... It was a bit of a Zoolander moment, you know, like in Zoolander, how every single one of um, Zoolander's looks are the same. <laughs> Blue Steel. Blue Steel. Blue Steel. <laughs> um, all, all the different names. Orange, uh, Mecca, Frappuccino. Yeah, and... <laughs> I, I love the Zoolander moment. Uh, then then we, we, we came into the next song, Kiss by Prince. Such a great song. What did we think of this version, the tango? We did touch on it before. I actually I like the design on this. I think it looks great. I it's just gorgeous. don't get much heat between the two of them, which I think is we're supposed to be feeling. Right? I'm all hot on that was, woman in the back with the curly yeah. hair. Do you think Gwyneth was too busy trying to dance? Yeah, I think she was trying to get the steps right. Yeah. yeah. She's nervous. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm Just feeling. like she was at the um, yeah. Oscars. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> it was. This was. I mean, uh, relative to the other songs, I quite in, I enjoyed this because I love Prince. Um, but yeah, it was. Rel- certainly, we, we did better later on, and um, I I loved. Uh, okay, I loved- trivia. Oh. What does this song remind you of? What movie? Uh, Pretty Woman. Okay. Why? <laughs> is that terrible? Have I just outed myself? No, I just thought I was going to take a oh, little yeah, longer just than that. Oh yeah, just now you did that. <laughs> Have I just 
What, what, what closet have I just walked out of? I'm not sure. <laughs> there might be several. Um, and oh, uh, oh, and here's where they make out in front of the band that's still yeah. sitting in there that no one wanted to believe me, but they're still no, there. they're still there. No, I, I was not believing you. I just didn't think it mattered. I thought it was very funny. I really wish so they'd done a cutaway to them to the band just going... Well, yeah. wait, like, there's, to the dude, moment after. there's a little head right there. Hold yeah. yeah, they're there. They're totally there, and she says, "I'm damaged goods. That's um, it a great means line. it means I'm great in bed, but I snap guys like you into two like a something wafer." <laughs> wasa crackers. A wasa crackers. What? I don't even. What know is what a wasa? Is. Yeah. What is, tell cultural, the Aussies what. I, tell cultural the dictionary the required. They're like these rye crackers. They're really dry and and flaky. Flaky. Uh, yeah. Like a sayo biscuit. Like after you do the master <laughs> cleanse, you can only wash. I think crackers. they're kosher. They're, I'm sure they <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, I think they're, I'm they're sure, kosher. I'm sure they're everything, you know, they're everything healthy for you. So anyway, after this commercial break, maybe you can fast forward through that, boys, because um, we're doing some, this is free advertising. I don't know if we can get some, uh, maybe we can get some, you know, some deals. Maybe I can get some... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Endorsement. Free wasser crackers. Sponsor. Sponsors out there. Like, I'll, I'll take personal endorsement. I'll payments. take Virgin oh. America. We can fly anywhere. Well, you <laughs> can fly to Chicago you, after Memorial Day. You can really, you yeah. can really Virgin put, America. you can really put some, um, some meaning into the name Virgin America because you're from. And I'll from say that every time on the air if anyone wants me to. And you can say That's what? Right. I'll say that every time on the air if anyone wants me to. That you can go to Chicago after May 25th. <laughs> on Virgin America. I'm really excited about it. Because Katie's a Chicago girl. I am. She's, oh, and maybe I love mean, Chicago. Maybe I will go with you anytime. Oh, come. You can hang out at my parents' house. Love it. Have good home-cooked meals. It's a smaller, cleaner New York. What it is, is it really? Is I can't wait to go. I've never been. Have you been? Oh, I love Chicago. It's probably my favorite city. See? Really? My favorite. Except for the weather. <laughs> Pretty cold, right? I don't know what you're talking about. The weather is fantastic. <laughs> anyway, so then Blaine goes and visits Mr. Hummel in 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 the, the, the mechanic shop. Um, and we have our sex ed chat again. We, we come back to the issues. The issues. Oh, sorry, we were getting off track. Apparently, the, the education. The look he's me. No, I'm, 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 it's a callback to the to the beginning because then mm. now we develop them. No, you're doing a very good job. Keep going. No, I'm doing a great job. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking mm. about Stop about um, about this Hummel scene um, uh, yeah, where, yeah. where where the issues come back and 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 Blaine turns up and says, "Look, Kurt, Kurt's so Kurt needs to like someone to." Get the pull the, the the wool out of his ears and have a frank discussion about sex. Out, otherwise, he's going to make mistakes later on. He's um, going to make mistakes anyway. I just think everyone's. This going is to... a little weird. It was yeah. definitely weird, but I did like the moment where where he goes, "Maybe I'm stepping over the line," and he goes, uh, yeah. "Yeah, yeah." That's what I, I was thinking right before he said that. I was like, "This, this is, is so awkward. <laughs> like, who does this? That you? Yes, you're overstepping. Go back home." And if he knows so much, why doesn't he tell Kurt about it? That's why what is I was he, thinking. Why is he like, you know what? I'm not going to tell him as a friend and make it comfortable. I'm going to get his dad to sit down real awkwardly yeah. and give him some pamphlets because I, I think that's thing. what he needs. Why doesn't he get a? Yeah, he's a friend. Tell you. Oh, I my parents right never is the hood was gonna fall on him. Talk. You think the, I you, thought the car was gonna smash him. He's a mechanic. I don't care. Is this, would that have been? Would that have helped the scene somehow? Yes, <laughs> that would have moved it along. M- might have made it more naturalistic. So, who had the talk with their parents? Did your parents ever sit you down and have the talk? Certainly, Ooh. yours didn't. Oh, oh no. no. Oh no, no, no. I had no. the nuns do it. I went to Catholic school. Do you guys? Oh, me too. You did too. Catholics, Twelve years in a Catholic school. Ah, uh-huh, me too, girl. Would well, you guys remember a book called Where Did You Have It Here? Called where do I come from? Did you say wet? Where what? do I where oh. do I come from? <laughs> say it in American. Where did where did I come from? Uh, no, it's I've a never book. Heard. It's a book written with funny 
Oh, it's so embarrassing. Um, funny drawings to for a parent drawings, to read. Drawings, if anyone's wondering what that was. I got draw, it. I got it. Drawings. Like illustrations? Yeah. Okay. Illustrations you. to, you know, for a parent to read to their kids so that if they're feeling, if they don't know how to do the talk. That's what I got read. Drawings. Okay, if they don't know how to do the talk. What parents are having this talk anymore? Was there a cucumber involved? I don't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Um... Oh, so then we cut to landslide, as we've already discussed, this horrendous Dixie Chicks version. <laughs> Give um, us your opinion, Catherine the Great. <laughs> which really didn't work. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, Santana cares, uh, you know, and it was... She's dressed like a virgin right now. Well, someone stuck some tear stick on her nose, and now she can't stop tearing up. <laughs> and she has to put something behind it. I Look was, tr- I was trying to think what meaning are they trying to get out of it. I have no idea. I, was, I know the lyrics to this song, and yeah. I cannot... For the life of me. Oh, look, and he's got the dark and stormy Let's try to look. sing it right now. Did I mean, and here's the thing. Ryan Murphy's <laughs> directed this app. Like, and he, I feel like he's trying to draw stuff out that maybe didn't... It was a bit heavy-handed and didn't always work. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh. That. Anyway. Getting older, really? You're in high school. Yeah, and yeah. Then, but then... I'm getting older. But then she, but then she has... She, br- she brings that line back later yeah. at the end when she's like, maybe we should date. I'm getting older. older. Maybe I should be with someone for more than 36 hours. <laughs> like, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty open about what a one-night stand is in this episode. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I but, don't so you don't think it's given Santana a little more depth because, you know, she's explaining why well, you know, like, she's so that, angry all that, the time. That, that was the attempt. You know, yeah, yeah, that, that was the attempt. really a lesbian and she hasn't come out. Well, Look, uh, it makes sense that the girl who comes out as a lesbian would sleep with all the guys because they're trying to like figure and it out. I'm telling you, I think that actually to her. I actually think that makes sense. Yeah, it wouldn't mean anything to her. But this yeah. this is so, I mean, the, the cuddling with the girl didn't mean anything either. That was just her. I don't yeah. know, just this is out of the blue. Yeah. It's weird. In a way, they put egg on her face a little bit because she didn't have much of a like, she's been directed this way, I think, and, and it's been written that way, and I don't think she had much of a chance I'm, as an actress. Like, I'm actually proud of her. Why are you proud yeah. of her, Kat? Because I did not <coughs> think she was this deep, and she gave me depth. Well, that's why I think this this maybe an attempt to tried. give Santana and the actress she, a little more to do. Does she have stuff in her forehead? Because I it t- doesn't look like it's child, pink in there. she's... Well, no, she could have put a little Botox right here. I think that Gwyneth has a little Botox, too. Look, this HDTV <laughs> stuff, this HDTV is just not forgiving. It, no. I, I noticed Gwyneth didn't have any earlobes, too. That was like, <gasps> oh, Me, too! Guys, guys. how many times have I seen Gwyneth and I never noticed she yeah. didn't have earlobes? I noticed way back oh, in uh, the, Great Expectations really? days. Wait, what? She doesn't have earlobes? I just, yeah, no. She doesn't have earlobes. It's like has those ears that go straight up. Yeah, I just noticed that tonight. I mean, she never shows her ears. <laughs> That's right. Look, she's gorgeous, no matter what. And her hair, whatever gloss she's using, I gotta have it. But what was this? What was this? She had, like, Rachel's like, yeah, go girls, well done. That was fantastic. Brava, brava, Well, it wasn't brava. much of a show for Rachel, was it? She was really... Yeah, she, no, she, Rachel she, was in the background. Really in the background here. What was, was, it, was that like, it's okay that you're a lesbian? Is that what she was saying? Because then... Yeah. Essentially, and then Santana basically shot her down. Saying, don't, don't say I'm a lesbian just because I sang with Brit? Is that what Right, that, and then yeah. Britney looks confused again like she always does. And I'm confused. I was and confused because confusing how is Rachel Berry supposed to know that they're even hooking up and that this was about them? Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Anyway, we go back to the celibacy club. Um, Puck has now joined because he wants to be set straight because he could have gone to jail for shooting a sex tape with Lauren. <laughs> okay, that's... 
kind of crazy. That would have got him <laughs> in trouble again. This I did Yeah, not this buy. was no, not at all. Um, this was oh, really yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. And then we, oh, this was the best. This absolutely. Oh, come on. This was the best song. Katie, of Katie, Katie you nailed it. it. She goes. Oh, I know who they're getting in there, and there, and then John Stamos, and we, it was literally like we planned the whole thing, and then John Stamos. How comes is he up. still cool? How is John Stamos He's managed? Hot. How he, has he managed to come out of Full House unscathed? He because he he was the drummer for the Beach right, Boys, exactly. Because he's, he's cool. single again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. single again. And he dates girls really young. He's just he's just you know it's a little bit, and I I mean it's a little bit like you know Jason Bateman has that thing that doesn't matter what he does, he's immune. He's immune yeah. to badness or uncoolness. He's a god. Stamos has like a ten percent version of that. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's like he, I, he, he, he feels immune to me. I, I you know, like yeah, he's even just show fun. him in a silly tie. But or this was the highlight of the show. Without it was, a doubt, it was yeah. hilarious. Was awesome. the, the, the pictures of the pies behind that is just fantastic. But the I've heard, of, I've heard of Afternoon Delight, the dessert. Have you? No, I, yeah, I only knew right the there. song. Mm-hmm. I never heard of so the So Afternoon dessert. Delight is a pie. Mm-hmm. The song's right. about going out for a mid-afternoon um, mm-hmm. hoo-ha in yes. the back Watsy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> By Watsy, I meant um, uh, field yeah, or car, us, yeah, not where, part of the body. Where <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we have another one of those didum chings, please? But who's this song by, Catherine? Starland Vocal Band. Probably their one and only hit. Who 1976. Are they <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> they were they, like, kind of like a man. And they look transfer. like they're out of Big Love or something. Yeah. Brady Bunch. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's it's a, a Brady Bunch. I felt like it would be like, yeah. It yeah, is very much Christian, the Brady Bunch. gospel. That was sort of a Manhattan man. transfer kind of vocal group, and this was their one hit. Hilarious. Okay, yeah. and then and then John Stamos's character goes up to Gwyneth Paltrow and asks if she holds office hours yeah, as a substitute teacher. Love and it. she says, of course I do. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then she acts as a doctor. She's, well, she doesn't claim to be anything more than she is a sexpert. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. A bit, so we're, we're into um, dad of the scene, which I call dad of the year, um, where <laughs> Mr. Hummel is. Oh, no. But here's the thing. I mean, it was a bit clunky getting to it. It was clear that they wanted to have this scene and they wrote in opportunities for them to provide it. Right. Well, they went that, I'm going to forgive them that because I did think that this scene was actually handled well and full credit to Mr. Hummel if you can remind us of his the actor's name Michael Malley uh, Michael Malley thanks Katie um, I mean he doesn't really stuff up this guy he really mm. does tend to deliver the and he's so well cast yeah. he delivers yeah. it and and you know Chris Colfer as well was just well pitched. Yeah. Every freaked out, like every freaked out 15 year old is when their mum or dad tries to say anything about sex. Well, I think this is an example of two great actors that can carry lines and I think that's that's what elevates these sort of scenes. Yeah. Because they're both so good at, no matter what the dialogue is, they're, they're yeah. both really good. And again, I love, you know, but this was, this to me was like the most important message of the, of the whole um, show, if I can try and you know, sneak in a bit of the uh, issue, like thematic development was that, it, you know, you just make sure it's not what did he say it's not about um, he said to make it important make it about getting uh, having a physical connection use, with somebody and not use just it to connect with someone not just not not you know not just because you can and and I, I did like bringing up the distinction between uh, at least superficially the difference um, the, for, between men and women and the way that they can approach sex and everyone mm-hmm. knows for guys mm-hmm. can you know stick in and, and walk away and then he spoke away. to his son like he was yeah. the woman in the relationship but, but, but it's don't an, throw yourself around but it's an oh, okay. interesting point yeah. though to, to say that don't think that it's not doing something to you even though as a man you can 
walk away from it more easily. Yeah. Um, I mean, these are generalizations, but they're generalizations for a reason because they there are you know. It probably tends to be more uh, true, true more often than not. Over years and years and years, years and, and the entire you know <laughs> human existence. Years and um, years. That uh, you know it holds more baggage for one gender than an, another sometimes, but at the same time it does do something to you. And I think men who you know systematically just one night stand and end up being kind of dead inside because you're kind of denying some part of yourself. And I Aww. like that. Um, <laughs> ladies, my number sorry. is three two. We're feeling sorry for you now. Um, but don't you think that that's kind of don't feel sorry for me at all. I'm just saying, like, I think I liked that. I liked that this was that there are young blokes who think it's cool to fuck out there hearing this. I think it's good. I think it's healthy. Yeah, yeah. but there are women out there that like to too. Absolutely. I, I said it's a generalization, but that's not to say that it doesn't go both ways. Oh, yeah. Um, just, you know, use it to connect, not to be a slut. That was the that message. Was the only mm. moment in the show that I went, okay, I'll give that one to them. Like, literally, everything else was so forced and so orchestrated. You and weren't happy with it tonight. I was done. not happy with it, but yeah. I that was that moment was genuine, and I think Michael Malley really does kind of elevate everything for me. Yeah. I, but I, I think they write things for him that are just so... Uh, so much better than anybody else yeah. on the show. Certainly that was like... He's an the most grounded character. I was just going to say, most, he's the most grounded. He's the most interesting, and I know they have an agenda behind it. They want to make, you know, they want to turn this every man into, um, you know, some sort of... Uh, spokesman? Spokesman for the parent Poster of a, gay, boy. Of a yeah. gay teen, you know, and I totally get that agenda, uh, but he doesn't He doesn't force it. You no, know? And, he, but quite he does it so yeah, nicely. It's, I think it's, it's, a, it's, important, it's an important balance mm-hmm. that he doesn't force it, but that... Their agenda is clear. Like Ryan Murphy's agenda is clear, and I and I have no problem with personally no problem with that. In fact, I think it's a great agenda. But it's just fantastic that it's packaged in a way that is so completely palatable mm-hmm. and not in your face. Yeah. You know, and understated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then of course um, uh, we have this big moment, kind of where the Gwyneth, sex the, the sex expert Gwyneth. Um, you know, gets to the bottom of the fact or the reason why four months after marriage, John and Emma uh, still haven't consummated the marriage and then she goes we're out we're cuddle monsters yes. <laughs> but then she goes out and and hooks oh up Lord. with Will after finding out that Emma has confused feelings she's like check got that and then she turns around and is like and by the way Will like let's get it on since Emma's yeah, proved but she does right. love you she, well she says do you, yeah, she's a bit mean she says your lips are sealed just like your legs kind of a bit <laughs> I <different>. love that <laughs> and then she's like yeah I'm jealous because I see that some other woman wants you Nothing, no better way to score someone than to be wanted by someone else of course right? that's, um, that's how it works wanted Lay property um, then of course Santana comes clean um, so tells us that she's a bitch because she's angry inside and can't doesn't know how to talk about her feelings, I feel like she just came off a massive bender, uh, like an all-night bender in this scene. She really look, does look puffed up. Um, well, I think that she... Okay, I had a lot of want to talk about Brittany because I really like her, but I feel like they could do better on her makeup. I'm sorry I'm being a girl right Talk now. Talking about Santana? No, I'm talking about Brittany, Brittany. too. Oh, yeah. Because she always has these dark, puffy circles under her eyes. It's like, I know she's older, but y'all, come on. You can fix that on TV, right? Don't you think? Like, see that? Oh, absolutely you could, but... Yeah. I, I, I Are they trying to dress her down? Is that her thing, or...? Who, Brittany? Yeah. 
They might be. Well, if they're oh. turning them both into lesbians this season, you can expect a big dressing well, down. But oh. No makeup. No makeup. <laughs> but they're lipstick lesbians, you know. There's yeah, no. It's not right. like like the the real. I played a lipstick lesbian. How was that for you? I was southern. It was great. I, get to, I didn't get to kiss <laughs> anybody. Southern get lipstick to, lesbian. A southern lipstick lesbian. That and sounds I, about right. Who did you get to make out with? On, Nobody. Oh, I just oh. talked about it. I was. Oh. I did a scene with Tate Donovan in this movie last year. And, oh um, right, the guy from Damages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. great. But I just talked about it. He had no idea that I was lesbian until I said something about it. It was really cute. This scene here, I I mean, here's what happened. Okay, what happened between the writing of the scene we've just seen with Kurt and his dad, really well written, subtle, all of a sudden we're in like like soapy on acid land. Yeah, but what are they going to do now? Are they going to take away her bitchiness because yeah. now she's sort of like... No, no because so she's... Right. No, no, she'll so get right. it back, yeah. No, no, they, they, no. They, any any epiphanies here last as long as like a high... Like well, a, like she was a rejected, as... so she'll be back. I think the storyline is going to fall yeah. to the wayside and no one's even going to remember it. Yeah. It has to because it was just silly. I love you and I want to be with you and let's you know forget Artie. He's just a, a I boy. thought she was gonna yeah, just a boy. Just a stupid, I thought she was gonna say he's just a stupid boy in a wheelchair. I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was gonna be really mean. Um, I just can't terrible. stop staring at her face. Well, uh, it wasn't me who said it. It was what they were. Gonna <laughs> I'm sorry. Say. No, you just said it. They were going to say it. I was. I don't quoting think they were. It. Did you talk to Ryan and he was like, "I was gonna write this in." Yeah, whatever. No, this is just where your brain went. Well, that's what I thought they were going to say. Don't put this on the show. No, I'm, well, there's plenty we can put on the show today. I, this, that's the exactly, least of it. Exactly, okay. Um, Lauren gets stuck into Park for being celibate, and then he gets a kiss as the next bit that we're going to see that comes after the commercial. Um, she's like, you're a loser for joining the celibacy club. Uh, but then it kind of... Turn, and she's like, but I'll on. join with you and kisses him. I, this so is she's so like, turned so, on she, by it. so she gets her little, she's prote- is it that out. she's protected by it? <laughs> because underneath her, like, her, her big, strong, violent, or not violent, aggressive facade, she's well, terrified. I'm so yeah, I mean, I'm waiting for those scenes, right? Cause, <laughs> I'm so scared yeah, and terrified. That's got to happen. That's we can coming, join the right? celib- celibacy club and that? I don't have to be exposed as, as being self-conscious and whatever in front of you, the hot, like, badass, yeah. bad guy, sultry, whatever. Is is that what it's about? Yeah, but isn't her character is supposed to be more, you know, uh, knowledgeable than the others? I feel like well, she came in, or is she selling that just like Blaine did to us about his knowledgeability about being, you know, out of the closet? Which a few weeks ago we found out, you know, he really. So everyone's kind of faking. Is anybody faking it, or is this just inconsistent writing? <laughs> it's hard to know. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I, I thought know. that Blaine was bad. No, he said, no, yep, no, definitely he gay. tried that out. He tried no. it out with tried Rachel. Out. Rachel. Yeah, but by the end of the, by the episode... By he said he was definitely gay. Yeah, yeah. She, she ran up it and kissed him. It only 47 minutes. Mm. Yeah, oh, she, okay. ran, she yeah. ran up and kissed him and, and was like, and he was like, I'm definitely gay. Okay. And that gave Rachel her reason to be artistically yes. pained exactly. because she turned a guy gay. <laughs> that was quite funny. I've, been, I've yeah. done that. I've been there, done that. You've turned, turned a, a guy, guy gay? gay? Talk more. Well, uh-huh. certainly you didn't turn him gay, but... Well, I think I did because I was his first and last girlfriend at the age of seven. And now, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. He is now the right age for turning And size. yes, I was still a V, a virgin, but... When you were seven? seven. Yes. <laughs> I hope so. Sheepers. I know it is what I think most of us in this room were. <laughs> they make him... They make him different down there and yes, down in Mississippi. Do. But uh, uh, kudos to you, Jason. I love Jason. Jason is one of my best friends. Oh, and she name dropped him. Oh. He is he is officially out now. Oh, he's married to Dale Shores and, and they have a happy relationship and that's where Ashanti is. That's why Ashanti's not with us today. Right. right. He is doing all the costume designs 
for their um, wedding. Tell me they have costume designs for their wedding. No, they're already married. I oh. know it would have been amazing. No, he, uh, uh, Del Shores is um, doing uh, the trials and tribulations of a trailer trash housewife, and Octavia Spencer, who is now in the current Help that's coming out. You know that big movie. Oh right, she's yeah, she's the them. star. Yep. Mm-hmm. she's playing many. So anyway, that girl's getting sued. That woman who wrote that book. Oh yeah, Catherine Stockard. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, after Buzz TV exclusive. Ah. Whoa. Whoa, boom! Am I exclusive here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jason's gay. Everybody exclusive. My first and last boyfriend. Oh, oh, we were in. Um, you love this. So we were both in a wedding. We were both flower girl, and he was. Oh, he wasn't flower girl. He was the ring bearer. And I thought I was getting married. I was so confused. Uh, but dear, okay. This explains they an really, awful lot. They really don't tell you anything down Nothing. there. Nothing. Anyway, oh, here's a kiss, Nothing. guys. Here's a kiss. Lauren Plants went on Park under the veil of protection of the Celibacy Club. Um, he's been waiting for that for a while. I'm sure as actors, that was just as awkward as me kissing Lee Norris on One Tree Hill. Really? Why was it awkward kissing Lee Norris? Because Lee Norris has, his name is Mouth on the show, and his lips are huge. That's really? what he's still on the show. I, I, he, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, Lee Norris. Yeah, he's still on the show. And so, like, it was really pretty awkward, you know? I yeah, mean, yeah. I'm sure that was awkward. He's never kissed, they've never kissed people like that. Well, they did. They did kiss in the, in the closet, did. though, remember? I know. They did. Yeah. They have kissed before. Yeah. Yeah. Still could have been, sometimes it's more awkward the second time. Anyway, then everyone's all of a sudden joined the celibacy club. It's an all-in. The whole Glee club is basically claiming to be celibate and we notice that Quinn has a hickey um, and it's revealed to us in the next cutaway that in fact prom king, future prom king and queen um, Finn and Quinn are hooking it up. I mean if she's mature she's already had a kid she's not getting hickeys anymore this is absurd they're still in high school babe they're still in high school and it's going to happen it's going to happen that people are going to get hickeys. I people never had still one. give hickeys. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. never had one. You don't one. have to be in high school. You've never had one? Well, you should, I you never had one. You dated great you guys. Should, you should go out there and get one. My little wow. sister had one when we went on vacation once, and a man in a shop pointed it out to my father. Really <laughs> you should find it. You should go and find yourself a boyfriend who will give you one. Or if you've got one, you should go I will and say give you that, one. that the curl and iron excuse. I've heard that one before. I've done it. (laughs) Now, do we? (laughs) It doesn't work. Do we? Um, do we buy that Finn, that Quinn is with Finn for good, for real, or is she playing him again? No, they're not even trying to make us buy that. They're clearly showing that she has ulterior motives here. The king and queen of the prom. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have our final moment, our final scene between um, our adult king and queen of the prom. um, Where Matthew Morrison says he's doing the dance moves. To get them fin proof, which yeah, I mean, it's let's okay. Funny. Sam is the worst dancer in that yes, group. Yes, he is. Absolutely not Finn. Sam is the worst yeah. dancer. The Justin Bieber episode. Sorry, Corey. Wasn't that? It was some awesome film editing and cinematography yeah. in that one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, lots of tight, lots of tight close-ups of the head. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I loved. Uh, I loved the question is teaching the kids to get their Stevie Nicks on. Yes. That was, <laughs> that was very clever wordplay. Word um, this was good acting. They're going to hook I it up this. apart from, yeah, yeah. It was good. There was just that one line he said when he walked up. Uh, the cheesy one? Yeah, this is one cheesy line he had. But, you know. No, when he flips her and he says, I'm a really good oh, educator. No, that, that was funny. That was fine. It was oh, okay. cheesy, but it was, it, was, oh, it was self-aware. This other one he said just before this bit in the scene was a bit. Would you do that, Paul? Do this flip thing? <laughs> Yeah. I've done it, baby. He's not uh-huh. <laughs> many times. Many times. I it think works. when he's waltzing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
I'll which try. you're going to do next week right here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to waltz with Buzz. Buzz yeah. Um, oh, Buzz will be into Buzz. it. Hey, Buzz. Buzz. So anyway, uh, so then they have this, oh, there it is, the big yes. swoosh, and he gets to kiss Gwyneth Paltrow, and at that point he was like, he's like, thank you, gods. I've, you know, I've achieved a goal. I mean... And poor Chris Martin's at home somewhere with his, you know... Yeah, just poor Chris, Chris Martin. Gwyneth's off the singing and she's in LA. Moses. She's never coming home to look That's after tough. the kids. That's tough. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he really has a rough life. <laughs> yeah, he does. So look, as a whole, I mean, this episode, um, I... I, I, I there were, there were some there were some great one-liners. There were lots of good moments. I liked some of the, the the way that they dealt with the issues. But to me, it wasn't quite as successful as the drinking episode. It's an episode that tries to deal with an issue. Um, and as we've kind of deconstructed it, we found more and more problems with it than maybe I thought I did on the first viewing. Agreed. I think they've really sex has been the topic of every issue or every episode. <laughs> but it's specifically For about as sex as education. Right, I, I understand that, but I don't think they really approach it in a way that they in a different way that they approach any of their episodes. They're all overly overtly sexual in their entirety from start to finish. In the way that well, yeah, I mean the, the it's like a part of um Gwyneth's argument in that first scene with them was like look at what what they're what they're bombarded with every day in the media, on telly, sex, 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 right. and this show is no different. Right, it's no different. And also, you know, they talked about the idea of talking about sex. They didn't actually, I mean, they have the opportunity here, it's a television show, to get into some, some detail um, and, and do should. it in a clever way yeah. and kind of embed, like she said, hide the vegetables in the food, embed those ideas Well, in I didn't there. get, I get did. the impression that they were going to be any more knowledgeable by the end of this show either. Right. <laughs> no, I didn't either. Right. Right. Don't you think it's odd that, like, that it was such a big episode on, on drinking and all that last week, which is a great, great message towards anybody out there, mostly kids, but then drinking and then sex? Like, those like go together. Yeah. A bit, a bit heavy, heavy handed. I felt like it was a heavy handed bit follow on to was. the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Let's do some issues, and yeah. you know, um, yeah. They needed to do a little, uh, like some. It does. It is strange. It is strange. Sometimes the sometimes, and I found this in the first season. The the season structure. <coughs> Excuse me. Like there'll be a couple of episodes like this where they're dealing with just issues then they'll go yeah. back into narrative development mm-hmm. of just like character driven for a couple of episodes then we'll do Chris Colfer's gay stuff for three episodes they do seem to like have fun for they'll be like and we're just gonna have a couple episodes where we dick around and do songs that we like they yeah. do that for you a little while and a special Britney one I special get out of my head that wedding special that was so bad. Yeah, remember? that was the worst episode ever, pretty ever. much. But I remember it the most. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I hope they never do anything like that ever again. Yeah. So do you think there's going to be any backlash from the from all the different parent associations after this? Because they do love to talk about it, and they Don't do love they. to talk about they, Leah Michelle on the get, cover of Rolling Stone and all the but business. What, they, they seem to get more upset when Leah Michelle wears a low-cut dress on the front of, of Rolling Stone or whatever exactly. than they do. I hear more about that than I do about the, like... It's the, true. Like, They're public. Like personas become more important. In, yeah, than the intense double entendre and sexual like content of the show itself. Right. Or, you know, any other like and then you you know, at the same time on any other channel you're watching the same kind of sexualization of teens and like Come on, I don't know. It's just double standard rubbish to me. Like, like, uh, like that mag, like complaining about the ma- magazines just drives me mental. Well, I think Skins is going to take some of the heat off of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, everyone <laughs> pulled their nice. advertising on it, you know. Like, but uh, I mean, I I didn't watch that. But the frustrating thing is that apparently the British show is fantastic. The British show is amazing. Is amazing. MTV has taken has now bought three British shows. They're chain. They're turning into. And American they just keep series. killing them all. I they don't do. Know. Keep that, that's killing another. Them. That's a whole other. That's a whole special segment to itself. Any. Other final thoughts before we go to our commercial ladies? 
Oh, well, I just think they're setting up these big themes all the time. What are they going to do next? You know, I mean, we've done the alcohol, we've done the, the sex education. I mean, I think they're kind of setting themselves up for what, I mean, to keep topping themselves. What are they going to do next? You yeah, know? I we, don't know. We've handled the big issues. It'll probably be time to go back to like a Bieber episode or something. Yeah, you know, exactly. Do their or cold, make, yeah. We know what they're doing next, next week. They're doing original songs. Original songs. songs. I wonder, uh, how successful is that going to be? We'll I mean, we see. won't even know the song. I think they the, do need they to make a lot more money out of it. That's yeah. for sure. And they save a lot on the license. They yeah, do need the... to pull the themes back to the music themes because otherwise it seems contrived. I really do That's feel a, like they yeah. do. Yeah. They, when they have a Michael Jackson themed episode, it's like much more. Uh, it's much more cohesive. You're gonna be you in can a be weird more way, even it. though they're pulling in random bits. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but I mean, like the way to me, the way that the um, the alcohol episode worked to me, that was so so smooth. Mm-hmm. But I was, I'm like, I'm happy. Like when it when it's issue driven like that, it went like the all of the songs fit brilliantly. I love the way they dealt with it. I thought it was a top episode tonight. It didn't work. Do you think but it, the here's the difference: work? Ian Brennan didn't write tonight's episode, and to me, that guy is the bomb. Like at least what he did with the uh, you know, and that's not to say that um, Mr. Full, uh, Brad Halton. can't hasn't written good eps, but yeah. I felt like he was try- it was a poor man's uh, Ian Brennan tonight. And, and let's also say, I mean, I think for Gwyneth, the, the musical numbers when she did the last show with the CeeLo Grant, I mean, I think they were all killer. I think mm. the selection for Gwyneth this time just really showed that she was not oh, as well, great thanks. a singer and performer yeah. as we all, as she likes to oh, think well, she is. Oh, well, thank goodness she has a CD, though, to prove you wrong. She just well, signed well, she just using all those songs from Country Strong? I mean, really? She, she has just, two hits. On country radio, I would know. Um, there's well, country let's, radio let's, in Los Angeles. Come, let's come yes, back. Yeah. Let's take a break right now and yeah. come back and talk more about uh, Gwyneth and 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 the rest and the, the fun remaining issues after the break. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call at 347-855-8269. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. You mean it's experience. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Get in on the after buzz. 347-855-8269. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. Listen on iTunes. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Find us on Facebook. Your husband or your best friend? Follow us on Twitter. And then she's oh, trying to kill him, so it justifies it. I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. And visit us at AfterBuzzTV.com. <laughs> the wig! The wig! Oh, come off. That wig! Come off, baby! No! What? Boardwalk Empire. Desperate Housewives. Glee. Gossip Girl. Breaking Bad. Mad Men. True Blood. The Walking Dead. Big Love. Jersey Shore. The Oscars. Celebrity Rehab. The Emmys. If it's hot, you can bet we'll be buzzing about it. And we're back, live in the AfterBuzz studio. Listening to a bit of Glee backing vocals. It's pretty quaint, it's pretty cute. Give it to us, Kat. Um, so Paltrow's got an album coming out. How, uh, let's, Matthew Morrison's album just came out. Oh, he's right? very yeah, excited. He's about to tour, right? And they were plugging yeah. that so much on the Grammys. I know. Did you see that? It's amazing. Even the head of the Grammy. The cross pollination. And, and not to mention the Warblers are going to have an album as well. Really? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a real group then, all those boys that sing behind I guess there is now. I mean, okay. is it, so isn't it just Well, a, they're voiced by the... Uh, I've got the info here. Um, they're voiced by the real-life Tufts University a cappella group. No Called way. the Beezle Bobs. Really? Oh, yeah, the yeah. Beezle Bobs. They've been on... Uh, what's that called? The 
sing-off, right? The sing-off. Yeah, and they've so far they've covered Katy Perry's Teenage Dream, uh, Soul Sisters. So I guess this is stuff we'll get on the album. Bills, bills, bills. When I get you uh, alone, yeah, and silly love part songs. Of our, yeah, part of our news and gossip. Mm. Why don't we go straight into that? Yeah, like when I get you alone Why is one of the sexiest songs. Straight into the news and gossip. TV news. So Darren Chris, who plays Blaine, announced that he and the Wobblers, the Dalton Academy group that his character is a part of, will be releasing their own album. Catherine did her homework. There it is. (laughs) All right, Catherine. Sorry. Chris made the announcement while appearing on Live with Regis and Kelly. The album is due for release in April and will include such singles as Teenage Dream, Hey Soul Sister, Bills, 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 When I Get You Alone, Silly Love Songs, Animal, and Misery. Well, it'll certainly sell. That's the tweens and the teens will lap it up. That guy is so lucky. That yeah. Darren Chris kid. Yeah, he is. And YouTube, YouTube sensation, right? Yeah, well, yeah. no, not no. So. He just he auditioned, he just auditioned. He auditioned on YouTube, and you go and look at it. And I don't I mean, know. okay, okay. I mean, I don't know what he did for the second round, but it must have been a lot better than the first. <laughs> it wasn't so. bad, but it just like was. Audition. It was nowhere near as as um, charismatic and well sung as he is capable of. That's all. And he definitely didn't look like that. No, he, he had shaggy up. hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, he I was mean, still adorable. He was adorable. Maybe they saw that he came in and then blew them out of the water. I mean, he, yeah. but he is. He delivers every time. I mean, he's he's pretty he's pretty slick. He can't deny mm-hmm. that. Um, okay. Um, uh, next, uh, Jess. And actually, a little info is uh, "Teenage Dream" is the first song from Glee to actually top the Billboard charts. Yeah, really. That, yeah. Was, that was amazing, though. That was one of my faves. That's the the that's the first time the first we saw him, one. right? Yeah. yeah, and that's. I mean, I think I have to say, I imagine that has a lot to do with why we've seen so much of him as well. It's all I about like the bells. numbers, you know. It's all about exactly. the numbers. Uh, all well, right. Chris doesn't mind, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he has a choice. No, probably not. <laughs> well, Diana Ag- Agron recently tweeted, Woody Allen's newest project will be filmed in Rome with a winking face attached at the end. Rumors have it that the Glee songstress might be up for a role in the upcoming film. That would make perfect sense that Woody Allen will cast her as his next muse now that Scarlett Johansson's been and gone. Yeah, two women who can't act. And who have blonde, blonde bombshells. I'm blonde and young, yes. I, I think it's going a little far. Going yeah. on. But uh, Aunt Scarlett's a little fuller. a little fuller, but I don't Oh my it. god. <laughs> I think calling her a songstress is also going a little far, but. <laughs> she's know. adorable, but. But Diana's kind of like, I mean, she's already starting a film career. I mean, she's been smart. I mean, she's yeah, getting she's out, out there. there yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, she also does have the package um, now and it's time to capitalize now because when you're in your early 20s that you're, you can go yeah. like the hot the hotness factor will will keep her going for another few years and then we'll see if she can really <laughs> act and you know I hope we find out if she can really act before that no. well well I saw her in burlesque Wait, How was she that? She was in burlesque? Uh-huh. Mm. She was. I don't was remember your... her in burlesque. What was your... I don't know. Okay, <laughs> she was the girlfriend that came back into town oh with the guy God. that Christina was living with. There I think you I go. was just she, like, I just thought the whole film was so bad. I don't think Guys, really spoiler alert on burlesque, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think burlesque is long gone, unless yeah. you get it on DVD now. Yeah. <laughs> Are they going to print DVDs of that? I doubt it. The dancing, it was so good. All right, next up, Jesse. Actress Gwyneth Paltrow is embarking on a new singing career after reportedly landing her first record deal. No yeah. shit, genius. Y'all been building this up for, like, months. Right. Uh-huh. 
the, the country strong star who is married to Coldplay rocker Chris Martin is set to record her first album after inking a $900,000 recording contract with Atlantic Records, according to Britain's The Sun newspaper. So what does that mean? I mean, because recording contracts these days, it just means they... They, they they pay for the for the well, um well you got to pay it back I you got to pay it advance. back yeah. right but is she's that what this is for someone like Gwyneth Paltrow I mean why got- couldn't she just pay for the recording time herself exactly I'm sure Chris has got a uh, Chris Martin must have a recording studio in, it the, makes, in the back of the house it seems quite <laughs> strange to me why she needed a, a, a recording company she to do it she could start her own label that's oh. that's the niche these days anyway no one is even getting signed by labels I mean she she could she could afford to do it herself and then make all the money it makes yeah. I don't understand maybe Chris Martin is. isn't on board well I thought it was interesting you know when she had to learn guitar for Country Strong she made this comment that because I said well can't Chris teach you and he said oh no he would he hasn't got time for guitar lessons I'm like going it's your wife. Why wouldn't you, you know, yeah. show her a few chords on the guitar? I think maybe Beyonce not like them, teaching They them. might want to keep it separate, you oh, know, as well. Maybe, maybe, maybe he doesn't like, like the idea that, you know, she's... Maybe a bit of competition. Uh-huh. She's no competition. Any... She's no competition for Chris. No, I don't think he Chris. needs to worry. He's, uh, he's the... Okay, next. Got oh, oh, I've got well, some man love over there. I better oh. stop that. Amber, <laughs> get a bit steamy in here. Amber Riley has revealed that she would love to perform more Michael Jackson tracks. The cast recently covered PYT, Pretty Young Thing, yeah, and used the right. classic song Thriller in a mashup during the Super Bowl that episode. Mm-hmm. However, Riley says she would love to explore Jackson's back catalog in more detail, saying, quote, We did a mini tribute to him, but we really feel Michael deserves a full tribute. So Amber Riley is obviously Mercedes, correct? Yes, that's mm-hmm. right. Am I right? Yeah. 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 Um, I would love to see her. Uh, I want you back. More. Some of the J5 stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she's got a great voice. She does a great voice. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it was one of those apps where we didn't see, we saw barely anything of a lot of characters. Like, we yes. saw no Sue, no Rachel, no Mercedes, no Tina, no um, Artie, really. Um, like, it was it was really heavily focused on Gwyneth. And I no, no, no Sam. No Sam. There was a glimpse of him. Yeah. yeah, I know. What's happened to poor Sam? No, he's around. He's, he's around. around. But Santana's not into him. She's just into Brit. Anyway, thanks, Jess. All right, and that's your After Buzz TV Glee news and gossip for the week of March 8th, 2011. So next week, um, we're going to be looking at uh, some original music. Uh, we, we get back on track. Who's going to write it? That's what originals. I want to know. Rachel! Hello. Oh, I mean, who's really going to write it? Who's <laughs> yeah. really on board to they're, write these songs? Their music guy. Uh, what's his name? Um, I, 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 I sort of self-indulgent original songs. I just kind of like, that's what I'm thinking, you know. Let's yeah. move to original oh, songs now. I mean, I don't know if this is the right They're gonna direction. They're going to have to be really... They're going to have to be killer. 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 And catchy. Killer. Killer Yeah, songs. before people yeah. like these characters, they just like the music, so they are going to have to really, you know, I don't step know. it up. Well, makes interesting. this show so interesting is, is at the beginning, you know, they... Their, their words would lead into a song. You're like, what song are they going to sing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now songs? it's going to be like, oh, well, that's not interesting because we, that's we not Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Is I, I, my prediction is that it won't go beyond one episode. I mean, unless yeah. it's a super hit. Um, it's like I'm a not, ma- yeah, you know, like then they'll, 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 I, I don't think that they'll be foolish enough to make it a regular thing because people... the. It is about the cover. It's the it's the it American, yeah. it's the idol kind of factor. Exactly. Of seeing something you know done differently, sometimes like better. Sometimes better, sometimes now. worse. Yeah. But here's the thing. American Idol, they just wrote an original song for one of the contestants who actually didn't make it to the top ten, but he had this very emotional backstory, whatever, and they wrote an original song for him, and it's already a hit. 
So you never yeah. know. You people never, could I mean, really it, you know, it will be a hit because it's on Glee. It's just a matter of if they like overfeed it and you know kill the fish or not. They'll probably overfeed it and not kill the fish, and I'll be wrong. But anyway, the point is, will it be any good? Hopefully, it's better than um, than um, Rachel's first attempt her song about <laughs> the headband, <laughs> which right. was hilarious. Yes. And I love that. Like, it was it was just nice and dry and simple that I thought was quite clever. But so we've got the regionals. Obviously, they've got a win to get to nationals this year. So it'll be good to see. It'll be good to get back on track, maybe in just some simple, like Glee's goal, the, you know, just back to some simple narrative. Um, who knows? What are any any other thoughts about what we might see, guys? No. This yeah. is going to be some singing, basically. Yeah. And I guess we'll see Sue back. I'm looking forward to see Sue, what... yes. What, and, oh, the be- and Beastie. I love her. Beastie. And we'll see yes. what... Yes. Uh, I love her. She's amazing. Yeah. She's fantastic. She's a great and We'll character. see what oral intensity is really yeah. all about and how intensely oral they, in fact, oh, are or are oh not. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, all right, ladies and gents. So that brings us to the end of After Buzz TV for Glee season two, episode fifteen, titled "Sexy." Sexy. Um, thank you very much, Catherine, Cat, and Katie. Thanks to Buzz. He's down there. He's looking a bit. Oh, he's he's all right. He's snoozing. Thanks to the boys in the Perspex booth. I'm Paul Ashton. Thanks for listening in or watching on Ustream. This is our first time on Ustream. Um, So thanks for having us Ustream. Keep watching us there, listening in on iTunes or wherever you find us, the AfterBuzzTV.com website. Thanks very much, people. For producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.